This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ty, were you sick? Did you watch Denver again? I was Christmas shopping this uh, this time oh, around. Right. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I, I didn't go full sicko this week, uh, and maybe that's uh, that's you know the reason that the Broncos won this game because I wasn't watching, of course. So uh, they put up the most points they have in a in a win this year, or out of like second most points in a game this year. Yeah. No, it was reassuring that ownership actually held Russell Wilson out of that game. Uh, well, if you believe the report. But right. it's reassuring that Russell Wilson didn't play, despite his intention to. Interesting how it came out that he really wanted to play and it was ownership who held him out. You know, we're used to that sort of reporting. But anyway, yeah, Denver won 24-15 with quarterback by Brett Rippian, but it was mainly the fact that Colt McCoy got hurt for the Cardinals. <laughs> They're already dreadful, but then in came Trace McSorley, who was abysmal. And now I was a bit concerned, me not knowing the playoff formula, because the Cardinals are now 4-10 and the, and the Broncos are now 4-10. and And I was like, oh no, what happens to Seattle's draft pick? Are they picking now behind Arizona? However... For whatever reason, Seattle still possesses the number three overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft if the season ended today. So, good news. Could you, it doesn't matter. Could you imagine if that game like determined if Jalen Carter goes to the Cardinals or the Seahawks? Oh, my be very word. sad. That It'd would be, be sad. sad. And that is the sort of player that they would be interested in, I imagine. Indeed. So, But also Will Anderson. Yes, also yeah. Will Anderson. So if, uh, if, if if Jalen's out of the picture, we don't have to fret too much because if Will's there, you know, we can still be happy about that. Well, guys, I don't I don't know if you read or not, but Jalen Carter apparently has character issues that might drive him down the board. Yes, yeah, like any college defensive lineman who's a bit too good. So I'm just yeah. like, I watched one play where he uh he uh, didn't run at full speed because the run was a wide sweep completely away from him he unstrapped his helmet a little aggressively um real quick hawk six five so what do you do if both carter and anderson and anderson are off the board with the hawks pick honestly think about receiver jordan addison i don't i feel like addison probably should go like the 8 to 12 range but who cares he's Mm. i mean one of these guys are going to be really good so just you know what i was thinking as well griff like 
it just before Lockett ended up getting hurt, I was like, it would be a real shame if Seattle didn't make the playoffs this year because the Metcalf Lockett duo is historically brilliant and Lockett is aging. And, you know, you don't know how long it's going to end. The NFL always ends very suddenly. They just, you know, often fall off a cliff or have a career ending injury. Hopefully that doesn't happen with Lockett, but you're like, every year, like, oh, damn, we kind of could have used. I wish we'd had a playoff run with that. And now Lockett's broke his hand. So, the, and, you know, D. Eskridge, again, injured this season, hasn't really got playing time, has been usurped by veteran Marquise Goodwin. They need to address receiver probably more aggressively, you know. Oh. So it's a great shout. Um, but yeah, there are, they'll have options. They might trade down also. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like I can see the argument for taking a round two receiver, given that there's always a plethora of receiving options out of the draft with how college football is, and you can do pretty good out of round two guys. I I need to uh, look I'll back. I'll take one day flowers, please. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. How too. do you know all these names already? I'm well. See, I don't. I don't know how to compare. I don't know how to contextualize them. I because I haven't seen enough of other guys, but I just like these guys a lot. And this for all those cats that I was balling with. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's almost that season, boys. It's almost that season. It is, but not yet. Not yet. And okay. so, playoff picture wise. Notable results were all pretty bad. So the Lions won 20 to 17 over the Jets in a tight game. The Lions are now seven and seven. Seattle obviously has the tiebreaker over Detroit, but Detroit look real. Like they're one of the very few teams in the NFC that has a positive points differential. Seattle does not, if you were wondering, but you, you probably shouldn't be. And then uh there was another NFC team who Oh, the Panthers lost, so I guess that's good. They're five and nine to so get them out. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that that um that Lions game was the big game, and currently we have the Giants beating the Commanders, which again good that would put the Giants at eight five and one, and the Commanders at seven six and one. Obviously, Seattle beat the Giants, whereas they did, so they have the tiebreaker, whereas they didn't beat the Commanders, so they don't have a chance on that. Mm. And if you quickly look at the Broncos' schedule, going back to that, the big game is Christmas Eve. Because I personally think the Cardinals won't win another game. They're abysmally bad. They're almost, it looks like they're trying to lose, uh, especially on offense. But so if they lose out, the Broncos, you just hope, don't win. And then Seattle's all good for the third overall pick. Denver plays Christmas Day at the Rams. The four and nine Rams. So hopefully Baker Mayfield triumphs over whatever Denver's rolling out a quarterback. And then they're at the Chiefs, which they should not win, and then host the Chargers, who are pushing for the playoffs. So you'd really hope that the Chargers don't completely crap themselves. How are we feeling about that now that those teams are tied? Um. What is the Lions' remaining schedule? Let's look this up. Oh, that, well, that's that's a bit. Um, you don't really want to look at that, to be honest. You want to look uh, at that? Oh, scary. Oh, 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 oh! I understand now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, 
at Carolina you, versus you, you, Chicago at Green Bay. You sure you just don't want to talk about draft stuff tonight? Yeah, we can, you know, we, we've got a lot of time to do that. It's fine because Seattle's going to beat Kansas City and then uh, they're going to go into. Um... Now, to be fair, Kansas City almost lost to Houston. Today. They did. They looked a bit shaky. They only scored under 30 ish points. Like, bad. Bad. So, I mean, anything is possible. Now, Houston also almost beat Dallas last week, so maybe they're just on a little bit of a heater right now. But, you know, they're, they're, that's that's your daily dose of cope heading into uh, game week. 